0: going to give you three definitions that are based upon heart, but the definitions I'm going to give you are going to be from a figurative standpoint. First definition of heart is the thoughts, the thoughts of a person. And, of course, the thought represents the process or activity of, of thinking. And when you think, is often followed by words or choices. I said when you form thoughts... Is often followed by you making certain decisions about, about something. And depending on your process of thinking, you can make good or bad choices. How many have ever thought long and hard about something, but, but you ended up making a bad choice? Even though you thought about it for a while, you, you even weighed, weighed it out, but you still chose the wrong thing. But all of that has to do with your, your heart. Second definition is your feelings. The heart represents your feelings. And of course, when you feel something is it's an experience. But it can be a mental, physical, or emotional experience. And when it comes to your feelings, you you can have feelings that are absolutely wonderful. I say you can have feelings that are absolutely wonderful. But then you can have feelings that make you depressed. Feelings that upset you and all of this has to do with the heart lastly the heart refers to the mind the seat of consciousness or awareness but also the mind represents the place where we, we, we store knowledge and memories. And, and uh, it's amazing, but you have stored in your mind a heart memories that go back years. That when you pull them up, they can make you feel good or make you get mad at something or somebody. Woo! God is amazing, has given you the capacity to to think about something that happened years ago. But can still cause you to react in a right, a wrong way. And, and so just based upon the three definitions that I have given you in reference to the heart, you can see that the heart is complex. It's complex. And even biblically speaking, it shows the complexity of the heart. I, I want to consider just, just three References to the heart, biblically speaking. Go with me first to the book of uh, Psalm. Chapter 14. Verse 1. Y'all stay with me. Psalm 14 and 1. The fool has said in his heart. There is no God. They are corrupt. They have done abominable works. There is none who does good. Based upon the text, the fool has said in his heart. Now just point blank when you look at the text, you can tell that that a fool is crazy. Act as if... He or she has no sense. But the verse is true. The fool has said in his heart, there is no God. God. Fool asks questions like, what was God in all this? Why didn't God intervene? Why didn't God step in and do such and such? Why would you consider a person a fool that actually... Uh, says that God does not exist, or why didn't God do this, that, or the other? Because in order to really know or understand God, you have to have a personal relationship with Him. And once you have a personal relationship with God, He will give you wisdom as to why He chooses to do certain things or chooses not to do certain things. I used to get mad when God wouldn't answer certain prayers that I sent up until I started knowing him in a more personal way and found out that some things he did not answer simply because it would have messed me up. He was looking out for Me. I was asking him something that that he, asking him for something that he knew I didn't need. Have you ever been there? And so before you point the finger at God, you have to know him. Or specifically, you need to have a personal relationship with him. But again, even as a Christian, sometimes we act like the fool in the text. (laughs) I said, as a Christian, sometimes we act like the fool in the text. Didn't get no help over here. Didn't get any over there. But have you ever been there? Let's go further. Let's go to Psalm 16. Consider verse 7. Of Psalm 16. I will bless the Lord who has given me counsel. Notice this. My heart. Also instructs me. In the night seasons. Notice the, notice the first clause. He talks about how God gave him counsel. But then in the second clause. He talks about how his heart instructed him in trials or in what he called the night seasons. And some of us have allowed what we felt or what was in our heart to guide us the wrong way in trials. But on the flip side of that, Some of us have been instructed through our heart to do the right thing. (laughs) It's just complex. It just, see, you cannot just allow your heart to instruct you without having a guideline. Listen to your heart but only do what your heart suggests when you know it's in line with the written, and reveal will of God. Now notice again, he talks about how, God, how the Lord gave him counsel. But then his heart instructed him. And, and some of us know it, it's dangerous when you allow your heart to instruct you. When you do so apart from the word of God. Whew, I better break it down a little bit more. You were looking at something, and what you were looking at started to speak to your heart, and you allowed what you saw to connect with your heart, and you end up following. What you had no business following. Oh, yeah, we done been there before. I said we done been there before. But let's go further. Let's go to Psalm 34. Let's go to Psalm 34. Verse 18. Ready? The Lord is near to those who have a broken heart. And I'm going to stop at the first clause. The Lord is near those who have a broken heart. So your heart can be broken. And sometimes when, when your heart is broken... It's for good reason. I said it's for good reason. But sometimes uh, your heart is broken and is not a good reason for it to be broken. You went through something devastating. And you lost someone in the process that you, you loved. Your heart was broken. And God knew because of how much you love the person. It broke your heart. And so notice he was, he was there for you. On the flip side. The Holy Spirit had told you to cut her loose. She ain't no good, cut her loose. You wouldn't cut her loose, brother. You found not the hard way that the Holy Spirit was right in telling you she wasn't no good. But you wouldn't listen until she took a three-foot Knife. figuratively speaking, and stuck you in your back. You ended up broken-hearted, but the Lord was near you because He had told you, cut her loose. So you can see from a biblical standpoint and even from the definition that, that I have given you that, that the heart is just complex. It's a whole lot that goes on in reference to the heart. How many understand that? It's so much that goes on when it comes to the heart to where it is in my opinion, impossible for us to be able to guide or understand the heart without God. And your heart is is going to be a big part of your life. It can make you happy in the morning, but then your heart can be broken that evening. It's complex, but it's going going to be manifesting in every aspect of your life. And and, and because of the complexity of the heart, again, we can't handle it or deal with it the way we need to. Got to have God's help when it comes to The heart. Why is that? Because God not only created the heart, created our behavior, created our feelings, our thoughts. But he also knows the heart. How does he know the heart? He's omniscient. He's all knowing. Let, let, let me show you what uh, Paul said. Just, just okay. one little clause that Paul said in Acts 15. Go there with me. Okay. Acts 15 and 8. Just want to look at that, the first part of the verse. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. Sometimes all you need is a half a Verse. To speak to you. Look at what he says here in Acts 15 and 8. So God. Who knows. The heart. Or I should say Peter. So God who knows what. Look at somebody and say God knows your heart now hold on keep looking at that person and say better than you know your heart you. look at another person and say God knows, God knows your heart better than you know your heart you. and, and, he, and, and get this he's willing to help you with your heart I had to learn this because, see, my feelings would have me all over the place. When, when I tried to, to think about something on, on my own, I, I would often enter into a state of confusion. And you know confusion is not God. When you confuse God, God is not in that. Paul said in 1 Corinthians 14 that God is not the author of confusion. God God is not in that. So so when I found myself trying trying to deal with my heart on my own, I would end up upset, confused, wondering, up and down, and get this, moody. Moody. You can, be, you can be happy when all is going well, but then when it's not going well, you'll act a plum fool. That's a country word, plum fool. Look at somebody I say, "You've acted a plum fool." Have you? you ever acted a plum fool. You are hard to have you acting out of character. Because there's no way you can understand your heart completely without God's help. God knows the heart. And contextually, according to or according to John 14 and 1, Jesus Wanted his disciples to understand. I know your heart. I know how you're feeling. Based upon all I've been telling you. Based upon all this that, that's been going on. And they couldn't look at Jesus just as man when he told them, let not your heart be troubled. They had to look at him as the God-man. Physical, 100%. But at the same time, God, 100%. For we know according to John 1, 1 and following, in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. But then John 1 and 14 says, and the word of Jesus became flesh. They had to look at him as, as God and recognize that what he was saying to them in reference to their heart was true all right. Because see, sometimes your worst enemy can be you. And see, the one person you never want to fight is God. And so when God tells you something, instead of trying to fight or argue about it, Accept it. Agree with it. And that's what he, he was trying to get. Let not your heart be troubled. Agree with me. He couldn't make them do it because he created them as free moral agents. But his desire was for them to, to not allow their heart to be troubled even though they were experiencing trouble. You got to learn how how to deal with stuff. Even when you're going through horrendous things. Get this in your mind. You're feeling stuff that you don't like to be feeling. You got to learn how to just deal with it, but you can't deal with it on your own. but you have to be willing to to yield to God so God can help you deal with whatever you're going through. You may not understand fully what's going on in your heart, but if you just allow God to help you, He'll bring everything to the light. he'll make things clear because if not your heart will send you down a road that will lead to depression anger being upset and so forth and and this is the thing you'll get in that place and it'll be hard for you to get out of it And in some cases, you you have to go see somebody, and their only solution would be to medicate you up. Yeah, I see what you're going through. I, I know exactly what you need. Let me just go ahead and feel this out, and you go and get this, and you take these at least three, three times in the morning. And, uh, well, take four in the morning, and then that evening you take four more. Trying to medicate you up for a hard condition. You don't need to be medicated up. You need to just agree with the word. Let not your heart be troubled. Go Get depressed just because somebody said something to you. And now all of a sudden your feelings are everywhere. It didn't work out the way you were looking for it to work out. Now you're thinking in your mind things that you have no business thinking. Allowing your... Your heart, allowing your feelings, allowing your thoughts, allowing your minds to be in a place that God does not want you, child of God, to be in. Man, when your heart is, 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 in, a, is in a place it does not need to be, you, you'll be to the point to where you, you'll, stay in the, you'll stay in the house for days. Even though outside is pretty, just like it is, right? You still staying in the house. Ain't bathing. <laughs> Ain't brushing your teeth. Why? You depressed. Your heart untook you to a place you have no business. Being in. And see, some of us are laughing about it, but some of us are not laughing because we have been there. You walk around, I can't believe she did me like that. As good as I've been to her, she go, I can't believe she did me like that. And all in your heart is you just can't believe she did you like that. And trying to figure out why in the world is she, you trying to figure it out, trying to put it together. But the more you try to figure how to put it together, why she did what she did, you can't put it together. Why it's bigger than you. Let not your heart be trouble. You can't let your heart be trouble. You won't sleep when it's trouble. You will mess up dinner with a troubled heart. Time to eat, but on your mind... You'll have a heart attack. Stroke. You'll be surprised the folk that, that started drinking when, when that heart was trouble. And ended up becoming alcoholics. They thought that was the way out. Of that dilemma. Let not your heart be troubled. And he gives them the reason why. And and exactly what they need to do. Believe in God. Trust God. And believe also in, in me. trust what I'm telling you because I'm here with you. It was Jesus the man letting them know believe also in in me. And some of them when when he dropped it on them they, they still just couldn't accept They went so far as to look, if you just show us the Father Jesus, we'll be all right. When you're in trouble, you want to see stuff. You want certain things to happen and you just don't don't want one thing to happen. You want a chain reaction. You, you You want this thing to happen that you desire. Then you want this thing to happen that you desire. Then you want this, that, and the other to happen. But see, as children of God, we have to understand that there is something more powerful than what we see. And that is the Word but in order for the word to happen to manifest in your life you have to believe you got to trust him you got to trust that what god said he'll bring it to pass and 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 some of us shouldn't have any problem with that because look at how jack up you used to be before you start believing in God look at what you didn't have before you start believing in God look at how you were jacked up until you start believing in God matter of fact watch this how many in here based upon what I just said you know believing in God works matter of fact you don't you don't have no problem preaching to somebody believing in God works and I'll tell you why I'm a living example Don't touch yourself while you're talking to him. believing in God works because I'm a living example I believed in for my healing and I got my healing I believe that he was gonna work it out at the dealership I believe he was gonna bless me with my harsh desire and it happened. so believing works It's amazing. A a, a little thing, a little word such as believe can transform your life. Make everything about you different and better. I said make everything about you different and better. Drunk out of my mind, but depressed. Never forget it. I mean, I was, well, I wasn't just drunk. I was high. I had snorted so much coke. I said, God, God, to where blood started coming out. Some of y'all know what it is. Don't look at me strange. You did the same thing. You snorted it until the blood started flowing in the club with tissue all up in your nose, trying to hide it, clipping it off, just bleeding away and just hide your mind. Get this. I had snorted that much coke. And drunk some Hennessy and some some other stuff, but was still depressed. See, after a while, the the dope won't help with your issue. (laughs) After a while, your friends who have been helping you won't help with your issue it turns into a situation that the only way you're going to get your deliverance, the only way you're going to get your help is to call on the name of Jesus. Whoever calls upon the name of Jesus shall be saved. I used to think folks said it just to say it until I got so depressed to where I came and said, Lord, I don't know if you're real. I haven't been in church. I go every second and fourth Sunday. But, but Lord, now, I really need you to move if you're real. You remember that prayer, that conversation? If you're real, I really need you to move. believed and in the process of time you hear me in the process of time he delivered my mind delivered me from thoughts I didn't have no business think help me to put my feelings in check Get this, and see things for what they they really were at the time. Oh, I thought I was the man. <laughs> Woo, I, I, until he helped me. <laughs> and then I looked, I said, Lord, I, I thought I was the man. But I see I, I wasn't the man that I thought because it looked like she was somebody else now. She told me she didn't want nobody but me but now since I done got in the church and, and, and in hindsight, I, Lord I'm saved but I need Lord I, you told say to your neighbor when Jesus saves you he'll show you the whole truth. I said he'll show you the whole truth. For You thought had your back. He'll show you that they were using you. The whole. But most of all he'll put a mirror in front of you. And show you. That you were greatly mistaken. For believing that you were. The person you had, get this, created. (laughs) You had a little image you had created. God showed me me and I said, Lord, I was headed straight to hell. I was dependent on folk more than you. And now you, you have delivered me and the only thing you required was for me to believe. If you believe in your heart and confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus, you shall be saved. For with the heart man believes unto righteousness and with the mouth confession unto salvation you have to believe and when you believe based upon the text you'll have a trouble free heart let Believe in God. Believe also in me. Say to your neighbor, you got to believe. And I'm going to deal with believe for a few minutes and I'm going to be done. But how many are, are convinced based upon the text you have to believe in order for your heart to be trouble free. And see, there are some of us in here this morning. You've been wrestling with stuff. Too long. It's time for you to be free. In your heart. You've been in mood swings. You're happy on Monday. But then Wednesday comes. And those thoughts. They come. And you get back depressed. You'd be happy on Saturday. Because you just went to Six Flags and had a good day. <laughs> but then Saturday night. That old feeling hits you. And you're right back. <laughs> with a trouble! Say to your neighbor, it's time to get free now. Time to believe now. So let's deal with believe for for a minute and I'm going to be done. Let's start in the book of Luke, the 8th chapter. Luke chapter 8. It got real quiet then. I must have hit something. Yeah, some of y'all going know what I'm talking about now notice what Jesus said uh, in reference to a seed being like the word of God that's what he started talking about in Luke 8 and 11 but I want you to notice specifically verse 13 but the ones on the rock are those who when they hear receive the word with joy And these have no root. Now this is what I want you to get. Who believe for a while. And in time of temptation fall away. This is in reference to a number four. Here this morning. You have no problem believing. You, you, You just can't believe for the duration. As long as everything is going alright, you don't have any problem believing. And see, Jesus addressed it, saying they, they, they believe notice, a while. You get hands laid on you. I receive my healing, Pastor. It's so in the name of Jesus. But then ten days later, the belief you had at the altar is no longer present. Because you have no get this root. You have to be rooted in God. How do you get rooted in God? You, you got you to pray continuously. You got to stay in the word continuously. You got to come to church whenever when, whenever you are faced with any situation you have to apply god's word that's the only way you get rooted uh-huh. you you have to constantly do according to what is written and reveal if you're going to get rooted see you reap what you sow if, if if you only pray sometimes If you only try to apply the word sometimes, you're going to have a spotty life. You're going to have a hit and miss life. But when you're rooted in something, you're just like a tree that has roots. On on the surface, all, all you see is just a tree. But what's taller than the tree? Longer than the tree of the roots. The roots are so deep to where even when tornadoes, strong winds, and such come. They may bend the tree, but the tree is not going anywhere. Not because of what's on the surface, but what's down beneath. You got to get the word so rooted down on the inside of you to where, yeah, when somebody does something, it's going to hurt you. But it's not going to stop you from thinking, doing, and living according to the will of God. You're human. You're going to go through trouble. But trouble is not going to stop you from thinking, talking, and doing. According to the written and revealed will of God. You're going to get some bad reports. But because you're rooted, you're going to continue to think, talk, and do according to the will of God. How many are understanding what it is to be rooted? Say to your neighbor, you got to be rooted. And when, and when you get rooted in God, you won't allow what you see. To stop you from believing. In the power of God. Because when you, you believe. You're blessed. I'm going to prove it. Y'all didn't get happy. I got two claps I think. Now that's alright. That's alright. Go with me to John 20 though. I got two claps two claps when I said what I said. John 20 and 29 Jesus said to him Thomas because you have seen me you have believed. Your belief needs to be bigger than what you see. You can see good one minute but as soon as you turn the corner you're seeing something else. You can't base your belief on what you see. Talk to us, Jesus. Look at it again. Thomas, because you have seen me, you have believed. Blessed are those who have not seen and yet have believed. You got to believe God even when you get the worst report you've ever gotten. I mean, it's going to shake you. It, it's going to push you. But you have to believe that you are blessed. And because you are blessed in God, it's going to work out in your faith. All things work together for the good to those who love God. Love equates obedience. In order to obey God, you have to believe him. You're not going to obey him unless you believe him. Blessed are those who have not seen but believe. And Thomas knew right then, you are not in the place of blessing. Because you have to see before you trust me. Say to your neighbor, you got to trust God. When it seems like God is nowhere around. Sometimes folk just want to feel a touch But you got to believe in God Even when you don't feel nothing Or you don't see nothing Some folk come to the altar When I touch past I just, I just want to feel something Ain't nothing wrong with wanting to feel But if you don't feel anything You need to believe If You believe Based upon the text you're blessed. You're blessed. You're favored of God. You are in a place where God can do for you what needs to be done when you believe. I got to I got to move on and say to your neighbor your belief is going to be fought. It is. Because you're going to get reports. You're going to feel things in your body. You're going to think things in your mind that are in contrast to what God told you to believe. Even right now, somebody is going through something. And and what God has told you to do is in contrast to what's happening with you right now. You still have to believe. And get this. When you're to the point to where you recognize that believing is a blessing. You are positioning yourself for the impossible to happen. My last scripture. Let's go to the book of Mark chapter 9. Lord have mercy. Y'all alright? The book of Mark chapter 9. We're going to consider verse 23. Jesus said to a man if you can believe all things are possible are doable to him who believes. Now if Jesus would have limited the power to believe to do in just certain things some folk would have a problem accepting the verse. But look at, look at what he said. If you can believe. A-L-L. All things are possible. When you get, when you get a hold to this scripture. You will receive. What you desire. What you need. Despite you. Of what's going on with you. This this verse right here is really true. I done told you all this story, but I got to tell you again. I'm going to be short with it. I never forget when when a man told me... uh, he said, you know what? I was trying to get a car. He said, you know what? If we had a car on our lot for $200, you couldn't get it. What he said to me, my flesh said, you might as well go on to the house. But my spirit said, God told you to go get a car today. He missing his blessing. Get up and keep going since he don't want to help you. It's going to be somebody that's going to help you. You know what was in me? If I can believe. You you know, when you get a credit report, it it started one thing and it go My credit report was so low to where the scale that they had. I couldn't even look at the scale and see my credit report. You hear me? I couldn't even see the scale. That's the reason he said that we had a car for 200 We couldn't help you. And then he told me, we, we didn't just go. We just, we just didn't go to a certain certain. Uh, company to get your score we went to a company that, that usually approves 99% of the folk I know I ain't never told y'all that part but I'm, I got the, the Holy Spirit just bring it to me I said uh huh but I'm telling you we had a card there for $200 you can get it but say to your neighbor when you believe What God told you. And the Holy Spirit reminded me, He told you to go and get a car today. Long story short, after about 12 hours, yeah, it took me 12 hours going from one to another, being turned down, I don't know how many times that day, I pulled up in a charcoal gray Honda. Y'all better give God the praise. Give God the praise. That was a special call to me. I said, I that, go that, 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 that miracle call right now, the one I was never supposed to have right there. But it was all because of belief. If you can believe, your heart does not have to be troubled. That's what he said. We just have to receive it and walk therein. And I'm gonna stop right there. Let's get a little hand of praise.